Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What's happening with you? How you feeling? How you doing? And more importantly, how have you been? Quick announcements before I get into the episode. First and foremost, it's Reek Week, so I want to thank you so much for sticking with me all these months i mean i know i took a week off this episode will be me explaining to you why i took the week off but um prior to me getting to that just wanted to let you know that i am throwing a party it is entitled jack in the box b-o-c-k-s and bring your ass man it's march 14th it's after valentine's day it's after saint patrick's day you have absolutely nothing to do it's before spring break don't tell me you have things to do you're fucking lying to me also are you hydrated i didn't check in with you guys last week and that's on me but i need to make sure we're putting water in our body do you have water in your system do you have water in your stomach are you putting water so we can aid your kidneys while you get litter on the weekends do you have water for your soul i remember this one time i was uh i was working at planet brooklyn academy and it's a boutique store in brooklyn i was there for about three years and there was this man, he seemingly wasn't kept and had mental issues, but we sat and we talked for about two hours because you can just tell that he had nowhere to go. And I was like, man, I'm in here by myself. I don't mind talking to this nigga. And um, we was talking about Wu-Tang and we was talking about music and he was actually a pianist. And uh, we're speaking back and forth about the current state of music and him getting locked up and him trying to get himself together. He bought some clothes, whatever have you. And he was like, yo man, one day I was in the spot I was in this restaurant, man. I was really in my zone. They allowed me to go in there, and they just let me riff on the on the piano. So while I was riffing on the piano, a couple comes up to me and starts giving me requests. I told the couple, like, hey, I'm not familiar with that song. I'm really here to just riff and just creatively express myself right now. If you want me to stop playing, then I will. I'm sorry. And uh, the couple was like, yo, uh, if you're not going to know songs, you shouldn't be on the piano in the first place. And the guy got up. And he had a knife on him. And right before he was about to take the knife out and stab this man, he asked the bartender at the bar for a cup of water. He drank the water. He uh, put the water on his hands. He wiped his hands together. And then he went to the bathroom. And he said that the water purified his soul and his hands of murder in this establishment. Because this unsuspecting couple that was just being incredibly rude and just unknowing of their surroundings was about to get stabbed to death by this man that they just thought was a peaceful piano player so this is what water does water can prevent you from murdering a couple that's unsuspecting last but not least i'm 30 who the fucking thought i made it i was supposed to be dead nine years ago your man is still on deck i'm still here i'm still strong and i haven't spoke to you for about i want to say two weeks now so I have a lot of catching up to do as far as you guys are concerned. But before that, how have you guys been? What's been up? What did you do for Valentine's Day? Did you do anything cool? Did you do anything crisp? Did you do anything dope? Make sure you write in at uh, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com and I'll read it on here. More importantly, because I'm running out of email. So if you don't hear me fucking record next week on a Wednesday, you already know why. So let's get into why... I wasn't recording last week. 
Listen, man, just look at you. I didn't even get started talking yet, and you're already ready to cut me off. Just fucking relax, man. I mean, I'm in here. I'm pouring my soul out to you every week. At least let me give you an explanation. Here's what happened. I made a conscious decision that I was going to spend a certain amount of money for my birthday, right? I had to buy an outfit. I had to buy some shoes. I had to pay for the section. I had to do all kind of shit, right? Uh, Literally, as we speak, I just finished paying that bill. Or I should say that ticket that I was referring to when I was walking you guys down what happens to the DMV and the different point systems and all that type of shit and how they caught your boy slipping. So that was $305, right? I just paid that today. I had to pay for my birthday and there was some other expenses I had to get out the way. And there was some other things I had to prepare myself for uh, for this week because this is when I pay my aunt's rent. This is when uh, my car payment was due. All kind of shit was going on, right? My car payment is $419 because my credit is bad. I'm going to do a credit episode, by the way, so you guys don't end up like me. Anywho, with all of this happening at the same time, and with me having to do different odd jobs just to make some money, my primary focus was making money last week. Because you know how when you speak to people and they'll be like, look, man, the responsibilities are going to be there, my nigga. What you got going on is going to be there when you get back. Enjoy life. Enjoy yourself. Worry about that shit later. The reason why I didn't release an episode last week is because that was the worrying about shit later phase of my life. I had to worry about that shit. There was so many things. My credit is slowly but surely getting raised point by point. Literally, I'm on Credit Karma every other day trying to see what the fuck is going on. All these expenses are starting to come down on your boy. I still like to look nice. I want some jeans. I want some clothing. Hatsington. I haven't legitimately gone shopping in years. All this shit is just happening simultaneously during Black History Month. So, last week I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't tell these niggas how I'm freaking out. I can't tell these niggas how I'm under duress. Let me take this week off. Your boy just turned 30. They're going to understand. And I believe you guys are going to understand because... What I didn't do last week, I'm going to do this week because, again, this is fucking reek week. You know what I mean? So this is when I can talk about whenever, wherever for all these days. And hopefully with your careful ear, you're going to go down this journey with me. So another thing that happened to me was Valentine's Day, right? Now, some of you guys was with your loved ones. Some of you guys got to hang out, went to the Poconos. You rented a room. You just played it cool and just ate dinner in the house. A lot of you guys just allowed your woman to spend copious amounts of money for a day that only benefits her. And I understand it because I've been there. But on Valentine's Day, uh, February 14th, 2020, one thing became abundantly clear. I've never been this single. Well, let me not say never. I haven't been this single in like six or seven years i'm talking about if valentine's day rolls around even if you're not my girl i have someone to spend it with you feel me i'm doing something with someone ever since 2012 or so but this year your boy was on big lonely vibes I wasn't doing a goddamn thing, son. And I didn't even I didn't even utilize the fact that I was by myself. I've been beasting 
to watch this Malcolm X documentary, right? That six-part series of Who Killed Malcolm X? And I did none of the above. I went out, I made some money, I came home, and I went to fucking sleep. I was asleep at like 10 or 10.30 because I knew some parties going on. And I was saying to some friends of mine that if I'm the person asking what's good for the night on Valentine's Day, I've just reached a certain level of darkness that I'm not sure I can pull myself out of. Imagine that, son. Imagine I'm supposed to be with a woman. I'm supposed to be sharing an experience with that of the XY combination. I'm supposed to be procuring consensual kitten. And I'm saying like, hey, y'all, I'm on some lonely shit, which I love to. Let's let's get drunk and go to a party on Valentine's Day like loser poosers. Now, if you happen to go to a party on Valentine's Day, you're a loser, too. I'm not going to fucking remix my statement just to make you fucking feel better. You're listening to the Good Brother Experience, goddammit. Unless you knew the person throwing the function or unless the person was throwing like a, a singles day kind of situation where all the single people link up. Let's go back. Parties in itself are a whole bunch of single people expressing their levels of horny. I know it. You know it. God knows it. Cupid even knows it. But if you just remixed it and you use a marketing tactic like, yo, if you're not doing nothing, if you don't have a bay, bring your ass here. We got drink specials. We got music. We got a dance floor. We got vibes. And if you're lucky, we might have some cheeses. I would have got down with that. And I do believe I was getting emails about a Valentine's Day party, but I didn't feel like driving an hour to go see it. Because here's how my life is currently set up. I live an hour away from civilization. Civilization meaning the boroughs. Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island, Manhattan, whatever have you. So when I was sitting in my bed and I was looking around, fatigued from a a week's worth of just working mad hard to pay these bills off, Because Valentine's Day was on a Friday. It became abundantly clear that the little money that I had had to go towards my birthday. Fast forward to the next day. It's February 15th and your boy is in the game. I went to a spot called Juve in Queens. And this particular spot was dope because of the drink specials that they allow you. Um, If it's your birthday, there's a package called Live Your Life, right? The Live Your Life package is you can get three bottles of liquor and a champagne for $430, right? I got two of them shits because I knew a lot of people was coming. So that wound up being six bottles of Henny. I'm sorry, five bottles of Henny, one Douce because I paid a little extra, and two bottles of champagne. And the amount of love that I got on my birthday is something that I came and expressed to you. You know, a lot of the times I come on this microphone and I start bitching. I start talking about what I don't have, what I want to have, what I would like to have, what would be nice to have. But so fucking many people pulled up on me. My actual friends, friends that are blossoming, relationships that are blossoming. My man Rockby Wildland came to support me the same way I came to support him. Uh, the Lovers Quarrel podcast, Danny and TJ came through. My son Rome pulled up to the spot as far as podcasters are concerned. Uh, my nigga Zeus of QLF, he's not a podcaster, but he's a um, he's a trainer. And all like my day one homies, Josh, Chris, uh, 
JT, Christian, DA, like a whole, it's just too many to count. Shout out to my man JT, by the way, JT underscore YFS, he wanted a shout out. But there's the people that was in the building were people that if I never did this podcast and I was a janitor, it would have still looked the same. My nigga Chris was in the building. My nigga Josh was in the building. And Chris even brought his wife. And I'm sitting there like, yo, this is really crazy. There must have been close to 40 people that literally said, yo, Rika's turning 30. We're going to be there for him. And that's something that everybody does not have. Everybody doesn't have a collective of people that fuck with them individually off the strength of just fucking with them. I'm not someone that they can benefit off of. I cannot get them into the cool parties. I'm not the sneaker connect. I'm not the clothing connect. I'm not the food connect. I'm not the liquor connect. I'm not a connect in any facet. I don't scan. I can't run it up 10 bands in a spot and make your life look glorious for six hours. I don't have any of that shit, right? None of that shit is at my disposal. The only thing I have is my friendship. And my friends, the same way I accepted them, have accepted me and there was a point in time when the bottles came out that I was looking at the bottles and everybody screaming happy birthday and I had my shades on and I legitimately wanted to cry son because love is always going to carry you over the darkness man and as you guys have been hearing I've been in an incredibly dark place so to just watch all these people give me money for the bottles and pay for admission when they got there late and Everybody is literally there just for me. And the club was actually kind of popping too. Tasha talks a lot and say and she, like just so many people just came off the strength of me. And uh, for those of you guys that didn't make it, I definitely understand. Uh, it was Valentine's Day weekend. So if you couldn't come through, you couldn't come through. But I also want to talk about Kami and Diddy. Um, those are the two figureheads of uh, Cups and Convos. And they brought me to this restaurant. I want to say that Thursday, so this is February 13th, and the bill was outrageous. We had this five-star food. I believe the restaurant was like a two-Michelin star spot. And um, Kami is someone that, you know, me and him talking to one another, that's another friendship that's that's blossoming. Uh, as big as his brand is blossoming and whatever have you, there's a whole bunch of people that want to hit him, hit him up to get into this party for free. There's people that hit him up that want to be on Cups and Convos. There's people that hit him up that want to see where the bitches is at. All the other kind of shit. And whenever me and him talk, we just talk like two niggas that's trying to elevate our circumstances. Don't think about that nigga commies that he loves cats. But outside of the fact that this nigga loves cats, he is one of... Now I'm thinking about it, I think he's like the only person that gave me like a birthday gift on some G shit. Which is something that... <sighs> Just not being a bitch-ass nigga pays off. So, for all of you guys that's like me, that is waiting for your big break, as long as you're not a bitch-ass nigga, things are going to work out for you. I'm telling you. There's so many people that just give me love. And if you go on IG right now, there's so many comments and my text messages, my Twitter mentions, my IG DMs. Just everybody like, yo, Reek, happy birthday. That shit had your boy feeling soft what also was feeling soft was my feet because i had to hit the ground running to make this money so i didn't go under duress here's how my current life is set up as far as finances are concerned 
I make enough money to sustain the amount of money I had when I left my job. So I left my job in May and I'm pretty much in a $1,000 disparity between then and now. So I pretty much make money to maintain the amount of money in my bank account. So I'm not making no more money. I'm not losing a lot of money. I'm pretty much just in that middle period. So when you're coasting along expenses like your aunt fucking you over and your car getting hit and you're fucking only having liability on a 2017 car a bumper that i still have to pay for that's going to be about 500 dollars. this 300 dollars ticket that i got from just having my phone in my hand meanwhile it's less points to go on the opposite side of the road and drive onto oncoming traffic than it is to have a phone in your hand all this shit is just happening to me at once my birthday i'm trying to go to cancun um Oh, here's something else. Something else I want to tell you guys. Me and my cousin are planning to move out of my aunt's house. The goal is April 1st. Now, here's the thing. With me in particular, my life would be better suited if I lived closer to Queens. His life would be better suited if you live closer to the out east. If you're familiar with Long Island, that's the Ronkonkoma area brentwood area bayshore area whatever have you so this leaves me in a jam because i really want to live with my cousin i have to live with my cousin that would put so much that would lower the stress on both of our lives but this nigga being an electrician his hub is out east that's usually where they go send him that, and when he concludes his apprenticeship and he can do his own thing and it can be motherfucking Rick's cousins, electricity and lighting or whatever have you. And he has the fucking cool van. Then we Liddy again. But until that time, he has to be relatively local to where we are now. Me, if I lived in Brooklyn, my life would be 400, talent, 400 times better. I can make more money out there with the miscellaneous shit that I'm doing now. Uh, I can have more link ups. I can see more people. I can be in better situations when people fucking invite me to these cool events. I won't have to take 10, uh, 10 breaths in and 10 exhales out in order to fucking drive an hour. All that shit be hurting you, boy. But we're going to get that shit figured out. But yes, Adult Reek is coming soon, and I can't wait to podcast out of my own spot. The only thing about me is I'm a terrible interior decorator, so I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do as far as ambiance is concerned. So I'm going to have to... Hire one of you women with penis in order to help me renovate because I'm going to put up like some bum ass posters. My my sheets not going to go with my curtains. My curtains ain't going to go with my blankets. My blankets ain't going to go with my pillowcase. My pillowcase isn't going to match the paint of the room. And I'm going to get like bum ass Ikea couches and I can just see it now. So if one of you women are willing to accept some penis for payment consensually, of course, then I would definitely appreciate that. With that being said, I'm going to conclude this particular episode uh, with some shout outs. So give me a moment here. I just need to pull them up because everybody must be shouted out. Um, Let me see here. Where the fuck are they at? I want to shout out Old Dirty Babyface. He comes from Sheffield, England. An incredible man with an incredible plan. I want to shout out 
Uncle underscore Poochie 901. He has a new podcast out by the name of Six Foot Under Podcast. Give him a listen once you have an opportunity. And last but not leastly, I want to shout out Honey Garlic. Her primary name is Oxtail Gravy, which is an incredible woman, which I hope comes to my fucking party. So if you're listening to me fucking Honey Garlic, hey, you missed my birthday. Bring your ass to Jack in the Box. With that being said, I want to thank all of you for listening to me. This is the first portion of Reek Week. Uh, with that being said, peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'm going to speak to you tomorrow. <laughs>